Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What song do you want to hear, Dan? Beer! 1500 ESPN's Beer Show is on the air. Presented in part by Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, and Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Now, alongside Mike Fratelloni, here's Chris Reavers. That's right. It's Thursday night. It's beer show night right here on 1500 ESPN. You can find us online at 1500ESPN.com and now available to you on Podcast One. My name is Chris Reavers, and by my side is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. How are you, sir? And you know, sometimes I listen to us on Podcast One, and I just am astounded on how stupid I sound. Really? Yeah, I'm like, man. You're the smart one. I know. That's what worries me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we are live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios, and I... I couldn't help it. I had to turn on uh, the the pregame of the football game on this beautiful 55-inch TCL Roke 4K TV in here. It's just it's gorgeous, and now I'm and now I'm distracted. So I'm gonna. I'm I know gonna, it I'm is gonna, gorgeous though. I'm gonna venture away from it. So uh, and Manny Hill here also. By the way, uh, Manny has been addition to the beer show for quite some time now. So, gentlemen, um, a story was submitted to me by loyal listener Terry. And Terry, I don't know what Terry does exactly for a living, but uh, he listens to every single show, starting with Mackie and Judd, GL, Sports Talk, The Ride, and The Beer Show. Wow. And he supplies great content all the oh, time. It's, that's fa- pretty it's cool, phenomenal. Yeah. He's, Thank you, Terry. He's the best offsite correspondent we have mm. at the radio station. He can be it's like phenomenal. a non paid producer. Oh, it's phenomenal. <laughs> okay. Like half the stuff I send to Joe, I get from him, and then I take all the credit. It's, it's great. <laughs> Um, so he sent me this story that uh, I think was published a couple of yeah a couple of weeks ago. So uh, and I'd been meaning to get to it, but you know we've been so jam packed with guests and we've been Absolutely. moving around because of the holidays and whatnot. But I wanted to get this to you, uh, get your guys' thoughts on this. So I'm going to read you the headline: Inside one of the New York's inside of New York City's oldest and most famous bars, it only serves two beers and it didn't allow women in until 1970. McSorley's Old Ale House is one of the oldest bars in New York City. It was established in 1854. The bar still serves its signature ale and sits in the same location as it did from the very beginning. Plenty of famous people have walked through its doors like Teddy Roosevelt, Woody Guthrie, John Lennon, Babe Ruth, Hunter S. Thompson, and Harry Houdini. President Abraham Lincoln is rumored to have paid McSorley a visit, and someone else even wrote a poem about the bar. <laughs> Going inside McSorley's feels like a trip back in time, and there are signs of history all around ahead. Take a look at so they have a look, like a, a little um, uh, slideshow, very cool of the place. So I'm not. I'll be honest. I love to travel. I hate the process of flying, but I love sure. to travel. Like seeing cool places. I'm not a big New York guy. Okay, I've been there a couple of times, it. yeah. but it's 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 okay. It's and then I'll go back because I know my my boys will mm-hmm. want to go eventually someday. But whatever, it wasn't my thing. But mm-hmm. this is 100 percent something I would seek out. Okay, I get it. We you know that we have something like this in Minnesota, Applebee's. No, oh, <laughs> there is a brand new tap room called. The I'm going to mispronounce it. Valdman's with a W. In St. Paul. Okay. In the oldest saloon in in the state of Minnesota that was originally opened in 1857. Come on. Yes. I was just there the other day. They just opened it back up. 
So it's a tap room and a worstery, meaning they have bratwurst. So it's a, um, a brew pub, and it is right around the corner from Bad Weather, right off of West 7th. I was going to tell you that I went there. And it's what's so cool about it, Reavers, is it is old. The building is from it's – a, it's a bar from 1857 that they made beautiful, and they have this great little list of beer, and you can get some bratwurst. And they have, like, real old-style candles on the tables, like, you know, like lit candles. It is really, really something special. In St. Paul, right around the corner. Time to find out what's on tap. All right, what they have on tap. That's it. They had a little bit of everything. A lot of, you know, German-sounding beers. So, like, they just, they didn't have any cool names for everything. Why can't I, I, I know that neighborhood. Why can't I picture this place? Because it's, it's on Smith Street yeah. and, like, West 7th. You just don't drive by it accidentally. Right? Okay. But it is right behind uh, Bad Weather Brewing. Yeah. You, you know the guys know from where, Bad yeah, Weather, yeah. right? And, yeah. and and that's on uh, Smith and West 7th. And it is literally, like, the buildings, you can almost touch them. They're right across the alleyway Well, from how each big other. is this place? It's tiny. Okay. It's probably uh, maybe a 80-seat restaurant. You know, it's and it's two different levels, but so it has, give like, me a, old a, school. Give me a place that, we've, that you and I have been to together that would be Nothing. somewhat similar. Nothing. Oh, okay. This looks like an 1857 Bar. Okay. Right? I mean, just hardwood floors, all wood chairs, candles on the tables. Um, all the staff has kind of a look, like not old-timey look, but like they're they're paying homage to 1857 when that was the like the oldest surviving saloon building in the state of Minnesota. So is this a place that's gotten a reboot or is this? Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. It's been, it's been closed for, for like a long time, right? Maybe it could have been closed since 1957. Who knows, right? Mm-hmm. So it's been closed for a long time. Um, but it is, it's, I would say it's maybe three months old, right? Just a handful of, maybe okay. not even that. Okay. And, uh, cause they're maybe still working out some kinks, but I went there the other night, had a couple beers. It was, I mean, there are no TVs. You're not going to go there for the game. Cause none of that's there. It's, it's trying to be a little bit, it's not McSorley's, right? It's yeah. not like this New York place, but it is pretty cool that we have something that even dates anywhere near that time say, This period. is the first time ever hearing of it. That's very, very cool. Yeah, it really is. It seems so weird to be. Literally almost sharing a park. When you read on their website where their parking is, mm-hmm. it's like directly behind Bad Weather Brewing. I mean, they name the brewery because they have eight spots directly behind Bad Weather Brewing. So does Bad Weather have any uh, influence or do they do they help I, with the I beer don't think process? So. I mean, I know that yeah. that gets tricky and I don't want to indict them on any type of law infringement in, you know, in any no, way. No, no, but... no, no. I, I think they're two separate, total, totally separate companies. So but... it's kind of like... Um, uh, our our buddies are in Lakeville with yes, uh, with sharing a parking with, lot. With exactly, the, I forget the brewery that they share. Lakeville the Brewing lot. and yeah, that that uh, place. Someone sent us yeah. an email. We'll get it. But anyway, but but it's, so it's kind of like that setup where they're they're totally happy just sharing the spot together. Yeah, absolutely. They're two totally different scenes. Yeah, I mean, one's a tap room, a party time tap room. You know, that's crazy busy that seats three hundred people. You know, bad weather does. Mm-hmm. And then you have this little kind of. You know, and it's and it has food. It's a worstery, so you can get bratwurst there. It's just cool. It's just uh, super cool. I went there with my brother-in-law. It's kind of quiet. It's almost like uh, I didn't. I, I shouldn't say this after I said there. I, I went with my brother-in-law, but it would be a romantic place <laughs> to bring a gal. I didn't have a romantic time with my brother-in-law, right. but uh, you know. But it's quiet, and you want to. It's a place. Anything wrong with no, that. no. He's a nice guy. <laughs> um, but it, it's it's quiet, and you can talk. It's not like one of the places that the scene is big, and you have so to pay attention. Now I'm now my brain is really spinning here. Okay, because I'm. Wondering if a place like this, because you know, in 2017, everybody's got to get ahead of the curve. Right? Yeah, I got to have yeah. the new, you know, I've, I've got to be the new, latest, greatest thing. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we're now going to revert to that place yes. or or McSorley's or you, you know what I mean? I because for me, if I'm going to go out, I like I'm not going to a bar. 
Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. I, I have two young kids, and, sure. and, and, and if we go out, it's going to be at a quiet restaurant or a, or a tap room. I, I, I bring my boys to, we go up to Enki once in a while. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be that kind of vibe for me. But I'm sure. wondering now if this is going to be that next trend that we're going to see with whether it's current tap rooms or maybe that's the next wave of of the influence that we'll see you know who i think is the next wave personally is i went down to visit the guys at union 32 you know you've talked about that before i need to get over there you need to get over there because they have this big tap wall with 36 taps from 36 different breweries oh man all in minnesota so it's like a for lack of a better term a universal tap room i don't necessarily need to go to northeast and jump from tap room to tap room to tap room I can walk over to this wall and say, oh, here's something from Bad Weather. Oh, here's something from Bent. Oh, oh cool. I mean, it is really, really cool. You can get literally an ounce at a time, right? You get these little glasses. You yep. put a card up on the thing. You pour your own ounce and you get a new glass every time. And it, it is, when I think of this, um, you know, I don't own any of Union 32, but I could see these things being all over the place because it takes, instead of having to hop from taproom to taproom to taproom, you're in one you spot. You go to one, man, and it's there. You have a good chance to try 30 different beers from 30 different brewers one ounce at a time. So it's it's Egan, right? right? It's Egan. It's, it's right, yep. in, right in the heart Dobro of Egan. And Egan. So is it, you know, parking? Is it like a huge parking lot? Okay. It's right by the new stadium, the new practice That's right. facilities. I the guys so these that. guys uh, down there, you know, we had met the owners and we chatted with them for a little bit. They're pumped because they're trying to figure out how to, you know, accommodate tons of people going down there for sure. So they're going to have shuttles going to practice facilities. It's going to be really cool. And the place is just really special. How big is the spot inside? I mean, what are we seating? Uh, it's we, a big bar. Are it's, we seating 200? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they, and they have a big party room, and it's it's big, and it's you know a bunch of TVs, and they have like a food truck inside the building, so uh, they just happen to have great food. One thing uh, you you know this about me because you know how I feel about food trucks. I don't love food trucks. You're right? not a big food truck. No, guy. because I don't like the fact that they don't pay property taxes. That drives me nuts. Okay. So, no, that's fair. So so hear me out. That's I have, fair. I have a two million dollar. And you're restaurant. a guy, and you're a guy that that does that yeah, because you're a, you're a retailer. I have a two million dollar restaurant that I invested in. And I'm spending a hundred thousand bucks on property taxes a year, and someone pulls up a crappy truck, parks it in front of my place, and people go and buy a fifteen dollars sandwich out of that instead of coming into my restaurant. That would perturb me to the maximum level. Yep. No, I, and that's I a get fair why argument. tap rooms have to have them because they can't have food. But they have like this restaurant within a restaurant or restaurant inside their tap room, for lack sure. of a better term, and it is off the charts good. And I was like, huh. I didn't expect that. See, because when we had, uh, I forget the, the gentleman's name that we had on from Casey. there uh, a couple couple the weeks brewer, ago. Yeah, yeah, we had him on a couple of weeks ago, and I'm trying to mentally picture this place and kind of the layout. And and I got to tell you, I mean, when when this place first opened, the our, the, our fantasy football guys, Bo Mitchell, John mm-hmm. Tuvey, and Maj, they were doing their shows there. They all of them literally texted me and said, "Reavers, this there. place is yeah. screaming your name." Yeah. All three of those guys were saying that to me, so well, I by, totally believe you. By far, the coolest part is you're paying by the ounce. So you can go try. You don't have to get burned on a stunt beer or you're like, oh, I'll try that for seven bucks. So to quote Zap, there's more bounce to the ounce. (laughs) Manny, let's bump back to that. That'd be sweet. I think I have that. He didn't have that ready. He didn't have it. No, we'll we'll use it as a bump when we get back. Oh, got it. It's all making sense to me. I got Um, it. I'm on it. So uh, is this kind of like, I'm I'm trying to, you've you've laid it out perfectly. Mm -hmm. This this to me screams, here's where we're going to start the bachelor party where everyone's Still right of mind. Like, Absolutely. hey, this could be a good meeting slash gathering spot for mm-hmm. 10 to 15 guys. Or not even a bachelor party, but you got a bunch of buddies in town or whatever. Like, this has got to be that kind of spot. Or or we could even watch the game in here Absolutely. for a couple hours. Yeah, okay. it's, it's not even, it's a place you could stay at for a while. That's cool. Right? Because you have so many varieties of beer. It's just, there's a lot of positives and, you know, I'm not 
doing a commercial I also, for them, here's, but they're cool. Here's the other thing why why I like that idea and that concept mm-hmm. is for me, I want to be able to try a lot of different spots. But again, I don't have I don't have a, an entire day no. to go tour northeast sure. or wherever whatever parts of the state that that is featured at union 32 yeah. but i'm gonna go there and go oh I've, i need to try that and this and i'm only doing it one ounce at a time i had i had beers that i had never tried and which was kind of odd you know because usually we're trying just about everything here right, right? right. I, I, I've, I've seen most breweries come through here yeah it's a so problem. That, that was really cool they're cool i i said to them uh i was excited for them to have five thousand of these across the world just like you know a Buffalo Wild Wings just sold for two point nine billion to right? Arby's, yeah, yeah to, to Arby's, which is weird because they have it the is meat. weird. Yeah, um, now they have the meat and the wings. Right, oh. you got to work that. We've got the meat and the wings. I'm pretty okay. sure they have that copy. Okay, almost positive. I don't know. I thought you could have that, but I'm assuming that these guys from Union Thirty Two, although Union Thirty Two is a Minnesota name because like that we were the thirty second state in the union. Uh, they're going to try to figure out how to put those into Delaware, being Union One or whatever it is. Uh, that's Mike Fredoloni with Fredoloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. That's Manny Hill. My name is Chris Reavers. We have just begun, and we're going to step aside for a brief moment and come back with our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, and kick off the weekly beer run. Do not touch that radio dial, friends. This is the Beer Show. This is the Beer Show on fifteen hundred ESPN. Welcome back to the Beer Show right here on 1500 ESPN, 1500ESPN.com. It's Reavers, it's Fratelloni, and it's our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Not the normal intro because I wanted more bounce to the ounce. I love that. that. Because um, that's, once I get something in my head, I, 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 I can't help myself. Is that a song I should know? Because that doesn't ring a bell to me. Is that yeah. Roger? Oh yes, God. it is a song we should know. What year was that from? A long yeah. time ago. Oh, so my Right in my, your wheelhouse. Okay. Right maybe, maybe I did Early 80s, yeah. Oh, that so been, uh, right. we're going to kick off our weekly beer room with our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. So we're going to expand it. Normally we have Ryan and Tom who kind of rotate each and every week, but uh, we're going to go to the third wheel, and Jim is here in studio, general manager of the Minneapolis location. And by the way, folks, if you're not familiar, they are the best bottle shops in the Twin Cities. Uh, the Minneapolis store is at Hiawatha and 42nd in South Minneapolis and in White Bear Lake, Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Rivers, Lake. it's not just you saying it's the no, best bottle shop. No, it's not me. And it's, Jim, it's been no. validated. And, and Jim, I you just sprung this on me. I was not aware. Normally, yeah, how I, did you not know? I don't know because usually I get inundated with this you stuff think on Ryan social would have media. Sent you some? Yeah, what hey, a jerk! I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like it on him. you. I, I mean, you follow it's us all, pretty it's, close. So yeah. tell us what happened. This was a big deal. Uh, well, it was kind of a big deal, but a huge deal to us. Our uh, location up in White Bear uh, just won two kind of a big deal awards from the Growler Magazine for best bottle shop and best liquor store, uh, which is extremely exciting, and we're. That's a big Very deal. Thrilled. Yeah, it's a yeah. it is a big it's, it's deal. even more yeah. than kind of a big deal yes. in our world. I yeah. mean, and you know, the Minneapolis store has been nominated. I want to say the last five years, mm-hmm. uh, we haven't won yet. And uh, but you're a winner. Well, uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, well, you know, this is what their second year now. I think our mm-hmm. second year being nominated up in yep. White Bear, and they took it home. So I mean, hats off to Tom. That's Tom's baby up there, especially Tom and Jackie. And you, you guys have met Jackie too. They. They kick butt up there. So really quick, because you guys aren't going to be able to hear this. You're not wearing headphones, but uh, the three of us and everyone at home is going to get this. They get the fanfare. Nice. Absolutely get the fanfare. (laughs) So Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits in White Bear Lake wins kind of a big deal from the Growler magazine. And if you're into beer in the Twin Cities, Growler is kind of the... The, the, the who's Bible, who, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it flies off our shelf. Joe Alton knows what he's doing with that. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. they've got it figured out pretty well. 
Yeah, very cool. Well, that, no, that's awesome. And I know that, that that means a lot in not only the community, but to you guys that take this very seriously. So that's a really cool honor. Yeah, yeah thank you. Uh, so what we do every single week is we highlight a different craft brewery in and around the uh, the state of Minnesota, worldwide for that matter. Did I just hit something that I wasn't supposed to? I don't know. No, you're doing good. Okay, thank you. Yeah. I yeah. appreciate that, Michael. <laughs> you're a professional. Uh, and that's no exception this week with a, a, a guy that's been on the show before. Jim, you're supposed to take it yeah, away. Well, yeah. I'm new to this. That's again, okay. But uh, we've got uh, John here from Barley John's Brewing. Welcome. Thank you. So Cheers. this is n- time number two, John. I thought it was second more time. than that. Okay, yep. second time. So Barley John's is, I know, a favorite of Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. And I actually am a fan of your of your product as well. Um, you guys, How long has it been? How long have He's you guys been on the he scene? He is an OG. Yeah? Def- yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Well, the brewery opened two years ago. The brew pub in New Brighton opened 17 years ago. Okay. 17 years ago. Holy cow. I yeah. remember going to that. Because I, I, you my office, No, no, no. I oh. wasn't underage, and I was old enough. But I, <laughs> I, I you know, my office is in that area. And oh, yeah, of by course, there. yes. And it was kind of like there wasn't really anything. Was what, what was Wild Times open in downtown? Uh, no, what's it? What was it called before Wild Times? Uh, the other brew pub in downtown St. Paul. There was, um, oh bloody hell, um, Madison or it wasn't Dolly Madison. It was. Um, in downtown St. Paul? Downtown St. Paul. Okay. There was, um, Why can't I think of the name? Well, there's Great Waters. Great Waters. But then yeah. there was another one before them, Shannon, uh, Shannon Kelly's. Okay, so were you before them? I mean, or, yeah, you were or right we around We were them. after that. You were yeah, after yeah, yeah. them, okay. Um, Great Waters and us opened, I think, around the same time. Okay. Um, the only ones that came before us would have been Fitgers up in Duluth and sure. Town Hall. Mm-hmm. Rock Bottom was open, of course. So what was bottom. the scene like when you guys first you know, sprung? Because I always find it interesting as... How how did the consumer accept the product or kind of view the product as a? I mean, obviously now with the craft beer craze, it's so much different than it was back then. Well, very much so. If 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 somebody would have asked me then, what aren't you going to be brewing in four years? I would have imagined the porter, which is the number one rated porter in uh, uh, Minnesota and Wisconsin, the old eight, and the wild brunette, the wild rice brown ale, because they were so off style mm-hmm. um, at the time, but. It's it's interesting how things have changed. It just does it ebb and flow on from a consistent basis, or is it really sporadic as far as buying trends and habits and what what people are kind of looking for and what people might be interested in? Well, I think you get the the general beer drinker who has a um, more of a traditional approach that this is what I'm going to drink all the time. Then you've got the other craft end that's into the whole kind of what is a gimmick uh, play almost sometimes mm-hmm. when. Oh, I, I got a triple brie cream, <laughs> crumbella thing, vanilla. Th- and it's like, wow, how many other things can you stuff in there? You know. <laughs> well, that but, being said, you do some very, you don't do stunt beers, but you do very unique offerings, right? You do things with alcohol contents of fifteen percent. Not many people make a beer like that. Correct, correct. And we have done some stunt things too. Mm-hmm. I mean, certainly with the Giggles Campfire Grill, grill, we did the dill beer and. But was that just for the fair? It was just for the fair. Okay. Uh, we make a chalada beer right now. It's a red eye. We call that it the red good. eye. We just tried it. Yeah, that it was, was good. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever had one that I enjoyed, or maybe not even ever had a chalada beer, but that was awesome. What is a chalada beer? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 well, the, I'm like, the idiot. It's John, kind of a you. Bloody Mary mixed beer. It has some tomato product, but it's not tomato-y, and 
There's some horseradish and cilantro and other type. It smells really? like a Bloody Mary. Yeah. yeah. Huh. It smells delicious. delicious. Is it yeah. finished smooth? Or, I mean, tell me. Oh, yeah. It doesn't have that alcohol bite of, obviously, you have no vodka in there, right? Sure. Um, but it has alcohol in it. It's really, really good. You'll have some. We'll, we save some for you. You okay. can have a little sip. We'll save you one sip. Is it, uh, I, I've got to Was it, is this new? You said, I'm sorry if I missed that Yeah, part. draft only on the chilada. But you know, when we went and made the dill beer, too, we went after it from an approach that you've got to make a beer first. Mm-hmm. And then flavor the product accordingly. So the chalada is like that too, even though it has some of that other stuff. Um, you got to be able to have a couple of them. And some of the, you know, no offense to some of the other brewers, but they make some of these one-offs and it's like, uh, well, you know, I'm halfway through it and I'm done. Yeah, it's the, yeah. Whether it be the lime is so overwhelming or... It's a one-off for a reason because they're going to make it one time. And well, that's I think it. oftentimes, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I just think in some cases, and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of great beer that's out there right now. And I think that this market's as competitive as, as it's ever been is in terms of really good, great craft beer. But I think in some cases, and I don't know if it's a comfort thing or whatever, but sometimes people just try to get too cute. And it's like, you know, you, you, you make great beer. Why did you try that garbage? Mm-hmm. Well, there is one of those you try too hard beers. You know, it's yeah. like uh, you're trying too hard with that one. Okay. And, and um, we get asked a lot of times why we don't do more with the porter, for example. You know, get it coffee and vanilla and all that stuff. And it's kind of like, well, if you would have made it right the first time, you wouldn't have to resort to this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and um, we do at the tap room in New Richmond do some coffee one-off flavors that are just available there, but no, no. Uh, plan on canning those. So if I remember correctly, you've had this brew pub in, you know, it's New Brighton yep. for 17 years. And then you finally said, well, I can't sell my beer outside of this brew pub. So you got around that by doing what? Well, um, the Wild Burnett, my wife, mm-hmm. she bought me the home brew kit uh, 27 years ago. First Christmas present as a married man. Awesome. Right, cool. She there now owns the brew pub and then I opened the brewery in New Richmond so we could get into distribution. Okay, so you can sell your beer here in Minnesota outside of the tap room or your brew pub. In fact, you can't bring your beer probably into your brew pub. Oh, uh, we can actually the brewery can the brew pub can buy the brewery's beer, but not the other way. Okay, around. okay. So um, at Elevated, obviously, what do you can? What are you canning then for Elevated? Well, there's the little barley session ale. We do uh, the six nut IPA, the wild rice brown ale, the old eight porter. Right now, we have the Boggin brew out, which is our winter warmer. And then uh, in mid-December, we'll be releasing the Dark Knight Returns. Do you want to talk about that beer? Because there's this is unique. We talked about this in the green room reverse. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's the Dark Knight Returns. Explain to us how, how that differs. I made the Dark Knight the first time in 2003 um, due to a happenstance situation. And, of course, the guy who gave you the barrel says, you can only use it once. It was like, barrels, right? <laughs> I don't know. It looks like it holds liquid to me, so I used the barrel a second time. Oh, no. And um, then it's the beer comes out totally different, of course, but you wouldn't have thought. I mean, there was no thought behind it at that time. Um, the Dark Knight, predominantly a bourbon barrel-aged porter, comes in the 12 15% range. So the returns, the second use of the barrel, a lot of the bourbon's out. You get less char. There's more vanilla tannin contact with the barrel. So the bourbon's more of a tertiary characteristic in this batch as the second use, and, and it really comes out to be a more complex beer, but it's still in that 12 to 15% range. So how, why is the chemical makeup of it so drastically different then from the first time to the second time? Well, the first time, all the bourbon comes out. 
Sure. So now you got to get the yeast and sediment out okay. of the barrel. So you okay. rinse out the barrel. A lot of the char comes out, and so now you're closer to the real wood versus so the char. Was this a case of it was a happy accident, or was it a case of you learned your lesson? Happy accident. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. good. Well, because we do it a third time. Because you know it's all oh, if I does it. Yeah. So and that's called rosies. That's a quadruple fermentation of the wild brunette. That usually comes in around seventeen percent. We have tried a fourth time, but the fourth time... It came out like motor oil? Well, it's really woody. I mean, really tan okay. and almost like the fake wood chip beer we're sure, talking about. Sure. It's just too much almost. Mm. So let me ask this. When you're making a 17% beer and you turn to someone in your tap room and you say, would you like one of these? You're just selling them one beer. Does that does that bug you as a business owner? I mean, because if you sell somebody a 3-2 Miller Lite, they're having nine of them, Right. Right. Well, are you selling beer because you want to sell a quality experience or are you selling beer because... Yeah, Mike. I don't know, but I'm drinking beer. Sometimes I drink beer reverse. I don't necessarily care about the quality experience. I care about the, I'm here for five hours and I want to have something in front of me for five hours. Well, that's what I, Little Barley is for then. Okay. Boom. So, what, wait, what, <laughs> there so we go. I have one of your 17s or a, a, a small... Do you pour those in fours or sixes or what do you pour those in? Uh, the DKs and uh, like a sherry pour. It's oh, a five and a half ounce. Okay, pour. so a little smaller pour. So I can have one of those to get me going, and then have some lighter beer to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, or go the other way might be recommended too. But you <laughs> just know. keep going. Yeah, yeah, just don't stop. I get it. Yeah, Uber. Why That's why Uber's around. Exactly. Yes. Uh, Barley Johns is the guest here in the beer show on fifteen hundred ESPN, courtesy of Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. And you can find more information at elevatedbws.com. But uh, I'm assuming there is a tasting. We there didn't talk tastings. about this uh, before, but uh, both locations this both weekend. Both locations, John. You're doing both of them, right? That's right. Yep. So tomorrow night, Friday, uh, it was going to be five to seven at the Minneapolis location. And on Saturday, it will be from 3 to 5 at our White Bear Lake location. No, 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 The award-winning White Bear Lake location. You can say that part for me. Okay. I mean, I'm going <laughs> to smile when you do it. Aren't but, you uh, the GM of that? Oh, no, you're uh, the GM of the other store. Yeah, well, oh, sorry. Oh, oh, yeah, well. <laughs> hey, I helped start that one, too. See, I, I worked right. at, when I broke my leg. I was up there for a while. Uh, helped Isn't out. that the one that all the shelves broke? Because they... Wah, wah. <laughs> I, I was not there for that. I was... I was taking care of I'm just giving him a hard time. I mean, you know, I'm not here all the time. I you only know. get a couple I, chances. That is true. And, and I don't see you him. down at our store all the time. That's like true. That's yeah. true. So, I mean, yeah. you know. Jim so sees I, me more than my kids do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he likes you more than your kids probably, do. Probably. You know? Probably. So, that's very cool. So, uh, a tasting this weekend. And like I said, the really cool thing, folks, if you're not familiar, maybe you're tuning in for the first time to the beer show, Elevator does a fantastic job of really highlighting great craft beer. And they do these tastings for nothing. You can literally go there and try this great beer um, with the, 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 the guy in charge and you can do it for absolutely nothing and then grab yourself some for the weekend or what have you. So that's really cool and you guys do a fantastic job of highlighting that great well, beer. Well, we try. That's the idea. So really quick before we let you go, uh, some of the other things that are coming out for you guys at Barley John's and some of the other staples that you guys have had in the rotation for a long time that maybe people are hearing about this, like I said for the first time, that want to find out more about you guys. Well, the brew pub right now has a, uh, a double bock on. We're one of the few places that can do a decoction mash process. So those who are big in the Germanic styles, it's a double decocted doppel bock, seven point nine percent. How can you say that? Big words. I don't know. I, I don't think we have to dump most of that because we can't say <laughs> yeah. that. You a, can double, a double, a double doppel bock. Ducaction. Well, a double, double bock. bock. A double bock. I'm sorry. But it's double decocted. 
Dub, dub, okay. Meaning the yes. concoctions I was searching twice. something on the internet the other day, and I think I saw that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, so what, what is that? What, what, what style does that originate from? It's a Germanic-based uh, concept okay. uh, two, three hundred years ago uh, where you take a portion of the mash out, heat it through, and it actually boils, and then the boiled product gets added back to the main mash. The result is a melanoidin formation like you and you saute vegetables in a pan. Okay. That browning reaction that occurs, you're developing that broader flavor profile. Mm. No, I like that. You talk food, I understand that that crazy reaction. So do these result in lower alcohol content beers with that that style? Or is it about normal? It's more about a flavor compound than an ABV. Okay. If you used less fermentables, it would be lower sugar. So in this instance... It's more about the process and development of flavor than it is about alcohol. Gotcha, gotcha. Because I'm always fascinated by that style. I mean, we've only been doing this show for four some years. Sure. You think you'd learn something once in a while? Well, that one's show. a unique one, like you said. Yeah. It's one of the only places that does it. And I, I've got to assume then that that's a pretty people come in seeking that style of beer. Then, yeah, yeah. When yeah. we do the Oktoberfest or the Maybach, they're also double decocted. Uh, our Pilsner's a single decoction just because it's the way the Germans made it. That's cool. So uh, back to what you mentioned earlier. So the wife buys you the kit 27, 27 years ago, correct? Yeah, 27, 27 years ago. Yeah. Did she buy this with the intention of you guys would create this monstrosity in New Richmond, or did she buy this to just get you to leave her alone for a couple minutes a day? Well, you know, the way she explains <laughs> it is that, you know, at the time we are we had some buddies that were home brewing, and it was like, well, what should I get my husband for Christmas? Okay. Oh, I sure. think I'll go get him a home brew kit. Because had you kind of hinted at it that that might be something you wanted to do at the time? Yeah, both of us, we had we had kind of thought about it, and my background's in biochem, so it was like, well, it, you know, we can create this. I was working at Pillsbury at the time, so it was okay. all kind of one thing led to another. So That's really cool. Yeah. And here we are. He's like, we need yeah, some yeah. Pillsbury dough to make some double decocted Pillsbury <laughs> dough boys. All right, and really <laughs> and quick. Like, no, sir. <laughs> before we run out of time, what was the first beer you made? What style what, or what kind? Well, you know, then I it was probably a Belgian or a, or an IPA. Because that yeah. was your kind of, that's the style you really liked? Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I like Belgians and Germanic style beers. Okay. Um, and how bad was it, or was it was it pretty drinkable? It wasn't too bad. You know, in fact, we just found, I, ha, I have some bottles from one that got lost, so to speak. Uh, it was, it's a 25-year-old beer. It was an imperial oatmeal stout, and we, bat, we botched the... Hop calculations. Mm. So it was one of those things you drink it. It's like, oh, this is really good. Oh, oh, it's sweet. Yeah, yeah, it's still sweet. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's sweet. <laughs> it's not going away. It's burning my eyes. Yeah. So, you know, the the whole hop balancing is an important deal. I mean, if you don't do your math right on the bittering units, mm. it's like, oh, yeah, this is bad. That's cool. Uh, John, if people want to reach out to you guys, find out more information about Barley Johns and where they can locate your beer, I'm assuming that's all available at the website? Yep, yep. Which is? Uh, uh, Barley John's. There's Barley John's Brewing and then Barley John's. So the Barley John's is the brew pub. Yep. Barley John's Brewing is the New Richmond location. Awesome. Well, congratulations on on success up to this point and continued success down the road, okay? Well, thank you so much. You it's got good it. to be here. Uh, and two tastings this weekend, Jim. Take it away, sir. Yep. Give those people uh, so the details. So Friday, 5 to 7 at our Minneapolis location. And on Saturday from 3 to 5 up at the award-winning... White Bear Lake Elevated Location. Awesome. And you guys are all over social media. Yes, we are all over social media at elevatedbws.com, at uh, elevatedbws on Facebook and Twitter, and then 
at WBL. At at w- w- yeah, so you actually know, but you do it every week for us at the time, so I'm sorry about that. Thanks for pinch hitting, man. We appreciate you. This isn't pinch hitting. I'm warming up. Oh, you are. You're gonna see me. You're gonna see me again. Oh boy. Sooner. Just watch out. Okay, fantastic. We've been warned. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the Weekly Beer Run here on The Beer Show. You can find out more information online at the Beer Show page at 1500ESPN.com. It's Reavers. It's Fratelloni. This is The Beer Show. This is The Beer Show. Let's go drink some beer. On 1500 ESPN. Final segment of the beer show here on 1500 ESPN, 1500ESPN.com. It's Reavers, it's Fratelloni, and oh boy, look at it. It's our friends from Red Cow, Mike and Ian, are here in studio. And uh, it's a big darn deal, Mike Fratelloni, because it's the holiday season. But more importantly, more importantly, it's the 12 beers of Christmas. Oh, my 12 favorite days. Well, why, why do you just limit it to 12 days? Well, because it was I'm 12 beers of Christmas. I just put you on the spot. <laughs> it's a big deal. It's every other day. Right. So you get a little bit of break between. Yeah, so there's so, a whole yeah, bunch yeah. of stuff that you guys, and lo and behold, I mean, you guys are doing fantastic stuff at Red Cow. And th- this is what I love about you guys is because you don't rest on your Lord. You don't, which I think is awesome and very important in today's competitive climate. So kudos to you guys. Thank you. That's what we do. All right, so let's discuss. I know we've got a bunch of stuff to discuss, but I don't want to forget to talk about the 12 beers of Christmas. Kind of tell the listener that might not be familiar what exactly it is. For sure. So every other day of uh, December, we'll, so starting December 1st, tomorrow, actually, uh, we'll tap a, a new and limited beer. So we have everything from one we've done with Indeed, which we'll talk about here in just a sec, or just um, some limited beers we get from local breweries, or there's a couple of things that, you know, there's three or four or five kegs in the state, and we're... Taking all of them. Well, let's so, take that one. What What do you have? That's a few kegs in the state. Um, what are you gonna? So, perfect example is Odell's Barrel Edge Blue Jean. Um, oh boy, the chocolate milk stout that they've done for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time they've actually barrel aged it, I think five, maybe six kegs came to the state, and we took uh, four of them on. So oh, they will wow. be at uh, at each of our locations over the over the month of December. It's just a shame that Odell doesn't make any good beer. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, is that, how do I find out what beers you're gonna tap? Is that a surprise or is this? Uh, no, actually, so that we have uh, ads a bunch of different places in the Growler Mag uh, of this month. Okay. Our entire lineup is um, your Twitter Mike, account. I've got to assume has got the whole listing. Uh, yeah, we actually posted our entire listing today. Very cool. um, on Instagram, so you can actually uh, or and on our Facebook page and on our Twitter page. So it has every day uh, which location and where each beer is. Tapped. And are you going to run out? I mean, obviously you're going to run out of some of yeah. these. Yep. I mean, what time do I have to get there? What What's the plan if I want to taste one of these beers and I know it's going to be hot? So we're tapping every day when we open. We open every uh, every weekday at 11 a.m. and then every weekend day at 9 a.m. Okay. So, which you if you w- really want that beer and you want a guarantee to get it, mm. get there right at open. Okay. <laughs> well, you're not kidding. <laughs> I mean, I, it sounds funny, like yeah. oh, I'm gonna go have have lunch there, but it's because it's gonna it, run out. If there's you know, five it, kegs of something yeah. and they have four of them. That's a limited run beer. I mean, if you want to taste it, you better get there, right? Yeah. I mean, and that's just a guarantee. You know, maybe it'll mm. be on at three o'clock. Sure. So, Maybe even probably, but I I can't guarantee that. So yeah. I would, I would love everyone that's listening around right to come out and uh, drink it all, drink us out of a beer at 11 a.m. So uh, Red Cow cool. is the guest, by the way. If you missed that part, so you guys said that this is starting tomorrow. Tomorrow. So the 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 12 days starting tomorrow is when we're going to run this this series, correct? Absolutely, yeah. So what are we tapping tomorrow? Tomorrow is our collaboration number eight. So that is with Indeed. So Indeed does this. Amazing sour problem, that, uh, sour project called uh, Wooden Soul. And so, about two months ago, we got with them and we talked about what we, we what we want to do. We wanted to launch our twelve beers we've done now for four years with them. Uh, we did uh, a cranberry sour, so it's their red oh. base 
It's been aged for almost two years in oak barrels. Uh, generally, they're old wine barrels, so really nice full oak flavor mm-hmm. uh, on that as well as like nice robust. Uh, I'm almost sour picturing. Down. Yeah. Um. What am I picturing? Because that this sounds awesome. Because uh, a cranberry sour sounds awesome. I'm almost picturing, not quite ciderish. But yeah. kind of in that same, so kind of in that same vein. And it's tart, uh, yeah. And it's got this really like wonderful robustness. Are you serving uh, it in a pint glass, or are you serving it in a wine glass? Or uh, we're you? serving it in a ten ounce glass, so okay. it'll be. Uh, it's it's really really tart, and it's mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty like me- medium. It's like six point eight alcohol. Percent, so this could go so. into a wine glass, right? Yeah. Or, okay. I mean, if you want to be super fancy, so yeah. Well, no, <laughs> I'm just. I'm like, we do. I mean, I'll this, put everybody's this, picture, or everybody give everybody your picture. Just yes. For you for yeah. Just, he's fan- well, I mean, this is a <laughs> sipping beer. This is yes. not something you're going to chug. Right? Yeah. And we'll have that on all December. We've got a, a few different kegs of it, or a few kegs of it, and we're going to age some for a year as well and use it next year. Uh, okay. It, let it let it bounce out and let it sit over a year and see how it changes, but. This one's going to be awesome with food. It's going to be awesome to drink by itself. If you're a sour fiend, I'm really excited about it. You nope. mentioned um, you mentioned that it had it, it had uh, uh, aged for yeah. two years, correct? The the beer itself, the base did, yeah. So for two years. was that done by design for a, an event and a and a project like this, or uh, did it just happen by chance? So we wanted uh, we talked to Indeed, and they wanted to do a really awesome, or we, we wanted to collaborate on a beer, and this worked out that they had some red base already sitting around and we talked about doing it over this holidays cool it was a serendipitous uh event kind of because they had beer ready for us to use and then we wanted to do as a team we were like we want to do cranberry we want to do mm-hmm. maybe some spices some hibiscus so we decided on hibiscus and it turned out to be cool kind of a perfect event for i us. know you don't this isn't an ad for indeed but do you want to talk about those guys yeah and h- how they, they suck well, they, <laughs> i mean just in the beer world here they seem to be like one of the the best partners people yes. can have. Yes, they really are, and and we've supported them for a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. And it's oh, it's something that I kind of happened into when I first started working for Red Cow. I had known a couple of them uh, over a couple of years, but then every time I've asked for anything from them or mm-hmm. uh, they've had something new, they come to us right away and they uh, they offer us this is the most amazing product because if you day trip is one of those beers you can just drink every day mm-hmm. and then you know they have the each even Mexican honey nowadays is out a year round, sure. which was something they had for. Uh, just seasonal, seasonal for a while, and now it's now it's everywhere all the time. Uh, Red Cow is the guest here in the beer show on 1500 ESPN, 1500ESPN.com. Just a couple more minutes before we make way for Redskins Cowboys football on this radio station. 12 bars of Christmas, boys. This Is this year number two? Because you guys did this last year, right? Four, right? Yeah, oh, so you're, okay. I, I just I know you did it last year because I remember you guys coming yeah, on to talk yeah. about it. So this is the fourth year of Twelve yeah. Hours of Christmas, and every year we've added a restaurant. So we're just trying to make it interesting. Oh, so you're like oh, the Big nice. Ten. <laughs> we just keep adding teams yes. and calling it the Big Ten. Is that the deal? Well, so yeah, we have uh, probably maybe maybe sixteen beers, but every it's every other day, so it's twelve beers. And, gotcha. Uh, there's a couple. There's only I think two days on there with two beers, uh, two different beers on there. So what are you most excited to see? Um, I think. The most exciting thing on there is maybe the Fair State Time Debt, which is their dark sour. Um, I don't wait, actually wait, wait. even I've know. I've never that. had that. Yeah, I'm, they okay. they only made a few kegs of it. It's really really cool. Um, there, it's a instead of being the you know solders are generally blonde or some sort of saison based, they're doing a darker malt, so it's kind of a, a sour kind of flipped on its head. Hmm. I think it's really really cool. And, and have you tasted partners. this yet or no? I mean, um, you don't. T- I guess. No, I haven't. They, okay. they, I trust Jeff. Jeff. Oh, Fair I was going to say, yeah, yeah they they're not going to give you something right. crappy. They yeah. make great beer, and that's they. Do a good job. Yeah. So, and yeah. then on the twenty third, we'll be tapping Surly Barrelage Darkness, um, which is 
always a hot oh commodity, but no. uh, we're going to tap at every store right away at 11 a.m. on that on the 23rd. And so that's gonna be going everyone should there. just take off work for a couple extra days and, well, and, and that's, pour out some beer. So that's worth noting. So with each one of these beers in the 12 bars of Christmas, it's available at each one of the Christmas. locations? 12 beers so there are, is, it, is it 12 bars? 12 beers. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> when they have 12 bars, then they'll call it 12 <laughs> bars. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah, and then we get to be first in line. But these are available at every one of the locations, correct? Some some yes and some no. Oh, I'm sorry. Majoritively yes. So of of that, like ten of the beers are available everywhere. There's a couple things that are we, we're doing a couple of Cascade sours, which is an amazing brewery, one uh, unique to each location. Mm. Um, but majority, yeah, as each beer is a different day. So. Okay, so if you're listening, you just tuned in. This is Red Cow and, and Red Rabbit. And if you go onto your Twitter account, give us your Twitter handle. So people are going to want to figure out where Red they can Cow get these beers. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> at Red Cow MN for Twitter and uh, Instagram, and then just uh, Red Cow Minnesota on on Facebook. We'll have our. We actually already have our schedule up on there. Okay. Um, we've purposefully scheduled it out so that it's we're not having like the same beer at each location on the same day. Uh, so oh, that, it will be different. Yeah. So, oh, we, that's so that that's smart. Can, yeah, so people smart. can go to Red Cow St. Paul one day, mm-hmm. Red Cow Minneapolis one day, Red Cow North Loop one day, mm-hmm. and and really be able to to work around their own schedule. What about we Uptown? You're not yeah. even going to mention Uptown? Well, I only... Uh, that's new, so I sometimes forget. Okay. Them, so. <laughs> but of but, course, Uptown has uh, has one of the best lists of, of all of all four of them. So. Well, last time you guys were on, I believe it was to announce that the, of the new location, correct? Of my, I, I, um, it was just after it opened. So just after it, it opened. Just to talk about. How I awesome assume it is, so. I know yeah. the answer to this, but things are going well in Uptown. Yeah, it's things fantastic. We're yeah. having a really good time. It's where the green. All you have to say is it's where the green, green mill, mill was, because yeah. yeah. everybody. I mean, that green mill was there for what? 25, 30 years. Thirty years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you knew Uptown at all, you knew where the green mill was. That's oh, yeah. a that was an amazing get. Congratulations, because that to have them leave that site because that was great. Although they were tired there, it was uh, Green Mill's great, but it had yeah. been there a long time. They, well, they, they called us. They were they were ready to, they were to ready move, to move on, yeah. and they were, they were like, "You're this will be a good spot for you." Wow. And we, were, we were really excited about it. So. Yeah, that's a great spot. Yeah. My right. brother lives right down there. He walked down there the other day. In fact, less than three minutes to go here. What else is new? What can we be looking forward to with Red Cow? In addition to just oh, by the way, getting great food and <laughs> and by the way, getting a chance to have some fantastic beer. Uh, so here in December, the our big charity event for the year, which we do every year, is we do Toys for Tots. Cool. Um, and so if you go into any Red Cow f- between now and the end of the year, if you uh, bring an unwrapped toy, we've got a box in every store. Um, last year, I think at 50th Street, we had like 12 or 15 pickups oh, of wow. just this large, you know, refrigerator-sized box, which was amazing. And we'd love mm-hmm. to even do more than that this year. And then on December 14th, we do a ugly Christmas sweater party. So come in. Dr- I've uh, seen the photos. Yeah. <laughs> ugly, ugly Christmas sweater. You wear a sweater, you get a free beer. Correct. And yeah, and, yeah, and then uh, you bring in an unwrapped toy on that day, uh, you get a free appetizer. So that's December 14th oh, that's nice. at cool. every Red Cow mm-hmm. location and Red Rabbit as well. That's really cool. Um, okay, now I'm going to put you on the spot. How are we working on that uh, uh, other location at Target Field? We go, we making progress? We're figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, figure it out. We're just trying to get... Uh, Even target, though they decided yeah. to go with a different radio station for their broadcast uh, games, I guess, you know, I'm still going to show up at Target Field. I don't want to wait <laughs> in line. Gonna, like going to shoulder you into it. <laughs> right, exactly. No, that's cool. And I I mean, again, not that I need to tell you guys, but uh, you guys have, have done fantastic work and everybody loves your... Which, and this is why I love, I mentioned this at the beginning, this is why I love the fact that you guys do events just like this because you're not resting on, well, we're doing well, so let's just sit back and count money. No, That's this exactly is exactly cool. the way I would do it. <laughs> I, don't care. I mean, if you know, I've, I live by, I go to your restaurants all the time. I live right by the one in St. Paul, and it's busy. Yeah, they don't need any extra promotions, man. And and I, I'm really impressed that you guys take the time and effort because these one-off things, these 12 days of 12 beers of Christmas, are not easy to pull no. off, right? You could just be serving beer and just kicking butt, Absolutely. but. 
All right, so uh, we got a minute to go here. Uh, If if people want to find out more information about where the beers are and what dates and the locations and hours and all that stuff, I'm I'm assuming you want them to go to social media, correct? Yeah, that's the the best place to go. Um, If you pick up uh, an issue of the Growler Mag from this month, uh, the one that just came out on Monday, uh, we're in there as uh, we got... Won the best best restaurant award for the second year in a row. Wow. Uh, so so that, two big kind of a big deal winners yeah. in a row. Elevated and you. And we're yeah. a kind of big deal. I don't think we won best beer <laughs> show in the Twin Cities. Probably I'm not. And we got to talk to Alton about it's that. Probably those jerks on like KDHL down in Faribault. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only ripping because uh, it's my our hotel. Whole, our, our whole schedule's in there. And, and it, it's... It's a lot of information, but I highly recommend just uh, taking some time to just map out your next uh, 24 awesome. days. Thanks, yes. boys. Appreciate you coming on again. Thank you. You're welcome you anytime. So continued success. And Mike, we'll have to make it in there for one of those special beers. Absolutely. Let's pick the best one. You are awesome, sir. We'll do this again next week. You're the best. Uh, thanks to Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, and of course, Red Cow and Barley Johns. My name is Chris Reavers. If you missed any portion of the program, you can always check out the podcast and find it online at 1500ESPN.com and also on Podcast One. Ladies and gentlemen, Redskins and Cowboys football is up right next on the home of sports talk in the Twin Cities. We are 1500 ESPN. Until next Thursday night, cheers.